This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Who out there is ready to talk about a big Blues win over the Florida Panthers? The Blues find themselves battling with seven other teams for that final playoff spot. They're battling Vancouver. They're battling Colorado, Arizona, Edmonton, Chicago, Anaheim, and even the Los Angeles Kings are still vying for a playoff spot. Not saying all those teams are going to end up close to that eighth spot, but it's going to be a fun last month and a half or so of the season. Some people are calling the Blues a cup contender, saying that you don't know till you get in. I haven't seen anything that has shown me they can be a cup contender. But have I seen something that shows me they can possibly get into the playoffs? Yes. A few weeks ago, I'd have told you definitely no. But they've played much better recently. They've looked more like a team. I think they're buying into Craig Berube's game planning. I think they're buying into each other. And they weren't doing that at the beginning of the year. But like I said, it's going to be difficult. This win against the Panthers was their 51st game. They've got 53 points. Vancouver has 54, the Blues have 53, Colorado has 52, Arizona 51, Edmonton 51, Chicago 51, Anaheim 51, and as I said, the Kings still have a chance. The Blues look terrible at the first part of the season. They play well for a game or two, win two games. They can never get over that hump of winning more than two. They were finally able to win three in a row. We thought things were going to be changing. Then they lost. And we're thinking, oh no, what's going to happen? But they've been much more consistent. And this team has really surprised me. Would it surprise me if they got the 8th spot? No. Would it even surprise me if they got the 7th spot? No. But would it surprise me if they didn't make the playoffs? No. That's the type of season it's been. I would love to see them make these last 6 weeks or so, I might be a week off of the season, their best part. Because if they are playing hot, and they're one of the hottest teams in the league. Like I said a few weeks ago, they would have to be to get into the playoffs. They could surprise us in the playoffs. I don't see it right now. But if they continue to play well a week or two from now, I may change my mind. I may be saying, hey, this team's got something. They could really do some damage in the playoffs. But I need to see more. And I need to see more of what we saw last night. The Blues got down early, but they didn't put their heads down. They started to come back and they won the game. And it all started with Jordan Bennington. It wasn't his best game of the year. He got the win. And I don't care if you win 5 to 3, 5 to 4, 6 to 5, you get your team the win. It doesn't matter to me how many goals you let in as long as you win the game. And Jordan Bennington's been winning games, and I sincerely hope the Blues keep him in there cuz right now he gives them the best opportunity to win. Could that change? Yes. Is it possible when Jake gets his chance? He could play well. Yes, it is. The Blues need both goalies to play well to get to the playoffs. They have to have it. Jake's going to have to come in and get some wins. And that could be the difference in us getting a playoff spot. But as I stated earlier, it was Jordan Bennington in goal. And he had to make a very good pad save just a little over six minutes into this game 
on Aaron Ekblad of the Panthers. And now Dadunov fires one to center ice and gobbled up by Barkov. To the net, left oh. pad saved by Bennington. Oh. What a save there. A great save by Jordan Bennington. He slid across the crease and made a great pad save on Aaron Ekblad, and he kept the Panthers off the scoreboard early. Sad to say the Blues would take a late penalty, and Jordan Bennington wasn't able to stop this power play goal. 18 minutes, 55 seconds into the first. I would think so. many more years in terms of being able to accumulate that? Ekblad on the power play. Shot, they score! Swept in! It's Henrik Borgstrom in front, giving the Panthers the lead, one nothing. Well, Hoffman was talking to everybody, saying how huge it is to get the first goal of the game. Maybe Henrik Borgstrom was listening. The other thing about this goal is there's been a lot of five-on-five play. Florida Panthers have been able to roll their lines. That means that Henrik Borgstrom, that means that Mulgan, who are centering the two lines, are getting much more ice time. What is really sad about this goal, the Blues were on a power play when this penalty was called. That goal by Henry Borkstrom is his fifth of the year. Vetrano gets his 11th. Neckblad, who had that earlier scoring opportunity, gets an assist, his 13th power play goal, 18 minutes, 55 seconds in. The Blues didn't play great in that first period. They looked a little slow in my mind. The Panthers definitely had more good opportunities. They outshot the Blues 11-5. to Started getting a little bit better. In the second period, the Blues turned things around. They outshot the Panthers 10 to 5, but Reimer would not allow any goals, and Bennington was also strong in that second period. The Blues would have two power play opportunities, but really couldn't get a lot mustered on them, and when they did, Reimer was right there to make the save. Going into the third period, the Blues are still in this game. They're down by one goal, and they haven't played their best game. I think a lot of us were thinking, hey, the Blues are only down by one goal, they can get back into this game. They're going to have to come up with a big penalty kill because they got a late penalty in the second period. But just 30 seconds in, Alexander Barkov, who in my mind is their best player, gets the power play goal, and the Panthers are up with a 2 to nothing commanding lead early in the third. Back it goes, Yandel, and they're set up. Quick shot. Bounces just wide of the net. And then Barkov stuffs it in! Alexander Barkov on the power play, and it's a 2 nothing Panther lead early in the third. The power play has been amazing all season long. There was a bit of a glitch. The Florida Panthers won about seven games on that road trip party, not able to connect. Then the last four games, they have been connected at almost 36%. Petrangelo unable to get in. I think he was looking for a penalty. He didn't get it. He probably feels bad about not just taking the high stick and continue playing. But the story here is that the Florida Panthers have really made the St. Louis Blues pay. Yes, the Panthers did make the Blues pay. Two penalties, two power play goals, one late in a period, one early in a period, and the Blues find themselves down two to nothing. That goal by Barkoff would be his 19th of the year. Hoffman gets his 20th assist, and Yandel gets his 33rd assist. I really like Yandel. He's a very good player. What do the Blues do? Do they put their heads down? Do they fold? Two months ago, yeah, I would definitely say they would. But I don't think a lot of us watching the game felt like this game was over. The Blues hadn't played their best period yet. They started to kind of take the game over a little bit after Barkov's goal, and three minutes and five seconds in, 
Colton Pareko gets his ninth goal of the year on a great assist by Oscar Sundquist to get the Blues back in this win at 2-1. The Blues, Sundquist can't get a shot. In a foot race, one there by Edmondson. Now on for Pareko. He gets the feet moving. He waits, then a shot. Big rebound off the pad. Pareko again. Round the goal. He scores! Wrapped around by Pareko. And it's 2-1. to one. Incredible play by Colton Pareko to get that puck down the right side. And with that long reach and that nine-foot stick of his, he's able to get that in from behind the goal line, wrapping it around, and the Blues' dads are on the board. High fives all the way around. Look at that. Little enthusiasm up there, but Vince Dunn had a chance just before that. Thinks he's got it into the empty net, and it hits the left skate of Ekblad as he reaches back. But the Blues don't stop there. The entry into the zone was nearly offside. Big juicy rebound off Reimer's pad. Pareko stays with it. Reimer's outside on top of his crease, and Pareko has that awareness there, presence of mind. A great effort by Colton Pareko. Starts out in the Blues' own end, gets it into the Panthers zone, takes a very innocent-looking shot. The rebound comes off of Reimer's pads. The puck goes to the side of the net. Pareko still stays in the play, doesn't give up, gets the puck, goes behind the net, wraps it around and puts it past Reimer. The Blues are back in this one at 2-1 because of a huge effort by Colton Pareko. He did that one coast to coast. Pareko gets his ninth goal of the year. Sunquist gets his seventh assist. Three minutes, five seconds in, we're at 2-1. The Blues don't give up. They really own this period, and they would get another goal by who else than Ryan O'Reilly. I'd love to have $5 every time I mentioned his name in my podcast this year. I would have a pretty tidy sum, wouldn't I? Shen gets free up the middle. That shot blocked. O'Reilly to Shen. Up high. Saved by Reimer. Where is it? See the scramble. They score. The Blues knocked it in. Maybe Shen. I don't know. It got under the pad of Reimer. The Blues have tied the game at two. From close proximity as well. They're fighting and clawing for every goal that they score, getting close to the net. And boy, oh boy, are the dads happy. And the Blues have fought back, trailing 2-0 early in this third period. The puck is loose, so it gets pulled out there underneath Tarasenko. O'Reilly's there, and I still, from that angle, the goaltender, Reimer, he doesn't know how it got loose. Shin brings the puck in. He takes a shot. The puck's just milling around the front of the net. O'Reilly comes in and puts it past Reimer. We're tied at two. A great effort by Shin to get the puck in the zone and hard work in front of the net by O'Reilly. That would be O'Reilly's 20th goal of the year. Shin gets his 22nd assist. Tarasenko gets his 18th assist. As you're watching the game, you're kind of feeling to yourself, this game feels like the Blues could win it. And indeed they did. 16 minutes, 7 seconds in. The hard-working young D-man, Vince Dunn, puts the Blues up 3-2 and gets them the two points they needed out of this game against Florida. And the Blues, a quick change as Matheson had that shot blocked. Now the Panthers turn it over. And Vince Dunn comes in. Shoots. He scores! Vince Dunn has given the Blues a 3-2 lead. Unbelievable! What instinct shown by this young man. And he takes this puck, and this is Vince Dunn. Came to the morning skate today. We talked a little hockey, and Vince Dunn takes advantage of this play after he took a little bit of a forearm shiver early in this third period and was knocked a little woozy. 
He reads it perfectly, barely on side right there by Maroon, a toe drag, and it does it glance off the defense of Matheson's shin pad. I think it might have. Just a great effort by Vince Dunn. The Panthers think they have the puck out of their zone. It's about four to five feet out. Vince Dunn sees nobody's really around. He skates in. The Panthers just kind of look at him. He shoots the puck, and he gets it past Reimer. A huge goal for Vince Dunn and a huge win for the Blues. That would be a sixth goal of the year, and it was unassisted. What a time for Vince Dunn to come through. Let's head to the stats of the game. The Blues would outshoot the Panthers 34-24. to The Panthers, however, did win the faceoff battle 57% to 43%. The Panthers were 2-for-3 on the power play. The Blues have to improve on that. The Blues were 0-for-1 on the power play. The Panthers outhit the Blues 23-15, to but the Blues outblocked the Panthers 15-7. to Before we get to the final thoughts on the game, let's hear from Coach Craig Berube in the post-game interview. A couple bad breaks in their goals, I thought, on our penalty kill, and then, uh, but you know, it was a big goal to, right after that, so that uh, gave us momentum again in the period. What, uh, what were the breaks on the, on the two power plays, if you don't mind? Well, the first, the, yeah, the bounce was a broken play on the first one. It got blocked, and guys just sitting there in front, you know, it goes right to him. And then on the second one, it hits Petro in the face, and, you know, oh, yeah. it's another bad bounce. Just, but, you know, that's part of the game. And, uh, but, you know, the guys uh, stayed with it and never quit. It's hard to come back when you're trailing in the third. You guys had only done it once against these guys. What, what can that do for a team? Well, it shows you can win games. Like you know, you get you're going to be down in, in games in this league. You're playing good teams all the time, and you're not going to get the breaks your way all the time. So it's important that you stay with it. And it's a 60-minute game, and uh, that's what we did tonight. The uh, the done goal. Uh, you want him to shoot. You, you, yeah. you like him because he can move the puck. That's uh, obviously. Uh, something that maybe helped make your night. Huh? Yeah, it was, a, it was a heads up play on his part. And, you know, Dunner's got a good wrist shot and he made a great shot there off the post and then. How about the work of uh, Bennington? Yeah, kept, you know, kept us in there. Uh, first period he had to be really good. I thought that we were on our heels a little bit and uh, we weren't that sharp. Um, and um, he kept us in there. And, you know, we come out of that period only down one nothing. Could have been worse but uh, made some big saves and um, we battled back and got two points. Why do, you, why do you think you were so sluggish early? I mean, you've only played, it's only, you've only played one game since what, well, January that, 23rd. Yeah, it's not about that. It's, um, that's a good team over there. They got a lot of good offensive players. I thought that, you know, we didn't do a good enough job on our forward check and in the offensive zone, we let them come with too much speed at us and backed us off a little bit. And then, you know, they were shooting the puck and we weren't shooting the puck on the other side of it. I thought that there was a bunch of times where we gained the offensive zone and we didn't shoot. You've harped forever, it seems, about the, the yeah. need to get in front of the net, get yeah. the dirty goals. What, what well, we did that in the second and third. Yeah. And we ended up getting rewarded from it. The Blues indeed did get rewarded for their big effort in the third period. They look like a different team. I want to see this team do this for three straight periods. That's what's frustrating. They look really good for one period or a period and a half for two periods, but they can't seem to put that three-period game together. They have done it a few times this year. 
but it's not something they've done consistently. And if they do make the playoffs, they have to do that to win a playoff series. You have to be strong all 60 minutes of a game to win a best of seven playoff series. You cannot have a bad period. Heck, a lot of times it's so closely played that you can't have a bad shift. You've got to be at your best constantly. They play Tampa tomorrow night, and of course we all know the Lightning are the best team in the league with 81 points. But believe it or not, the Blues have actually got a better record in their last 10. Tampa is 6-3-1, and and the Blues are 7-2-1. and So a lot of people might think this game is really going to be a blowout, but if the Blues play like they did in the third period against Tampa and really put the pressure on, they can beat the Lightning. So I'm looking for a big effort from the Blues tomorrow night. Who will be in goal? I think you start Bennington again. I think you have to. If they play Jake Allen tomorrow night in Tampa, I'm going to be really, really shocked. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Make sure to check out Tim Hirsch's article at bluesrants.com on this game and his full recap. It's a great read, and it's a nice addition to my podcast recap. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, and let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.